Hey everybody, welcome to the Sex Actually podcast. As always, it is your host Dave Neal. How are you doing today? Boy, Los Angeles, it is a pretty rainy morning here. It's Sunday morning as I'm filming this or recording this, whatever it is. Just playing this music in the background. Uh, we're going to do another solo episode with a caveat. It's um, I actually recorded a funny... Oh, such a funny conversation I had last night um, on my iPhone. I, I had this conversation, and as it was happening, I was like, how are we not podcasting this right now? It was just ridiculous. Um, I guess we'll start off with that. We'll jump into that. I'm going to answer some people's questions, you know, to the best of my ability. I should just call this podcast mansplaining, because that's all it seems like I'm doing these days. I just have a point of view. I was raised by I was raised by a mom and a sister who always beat me up. And she doesn't like to admit that, but she used to, we used to play a game, does anyone remember, does anyone play this game with their kids, that footsie game, where it's like you're laying down on the couch, you're like three or four years old, and um, and you like, you put your feet on the other person's feet, and you keep pressing in the opposite direction, and you create like a pyramid or whatever. You know, like, that's a weird game for a brother and sister to play, because 99% of the time, it ended with someone slipping and her fucking kicking me in the balls with her foot. So maybe that's why I don't have any kids. Um, how is everybody? How are you specifically? Are you are you doing okay? The first week of our Trump as president? Are we exhausted talking about it? Man, I can't tell you how uh, how how much um, positive emotions were brought up seeing this woman's march. And here's here's the beauty of it. I used to hate, there's a, there's a term called the white knight, right? It's a type of guy who sides with women in, in, in arguments just so they can like look like a white knight so they can fuck them or whatever, whatever they're, you know, and that's, I, I hate, I hate when, I hate when guys do that. I hate when we're, we're not being honest with our intentions or whatever. But now, now that I'm not trying to fuck other girls, I can, I can share, I cannot come off like a white knight. It's a, we have a human rights issue happening. And you know a lot of a lot of men, the men that are back- backlashing about this, are are saying, you know what, uh, what rights don't women have? Like, haven't they been given enough? And that's kind of the thought. Well, uh, and I can say, you know, because women in my industry and in stand up, they go right to the top of the food chain. I t- I joke about it all the time. If you're if you're and that's and and that's why a lot of people think women aren't funny. Um, I think is because. They get, uh, I, get, I think they get brought to the spotlight before they're ready. I mean, a lot, every every famous female comedian, I'll tell you this: Amy Schumer, Eliza Schlesinger, that they, that they're literally two or three years into stand up when they, you know, when like like Last Comic Standing wanted them and this and that, and and that's that's you know most the, most of the funniest comedians I know we don't we don't worry about what your gender is. There's there's a huge well the point of this the point of this rant is that there's a huge audience. Um, for a long time that hasn't had their voices heard and that is women and and uh it's because men when we argue we talk politics or sports or whatever we use our voice we use our voices in our sort of alpha alpha anger to be like no 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 no. like we we interrupt no the fucking best player isn't dead williams it's david ortiz are you kidding me and like girls generally don't communicate like barbarians (laughs) so Anyway, I love I love when there's a strong female comedian on stage who can just like lay down the law about what it's like. I love when women relate to that, even if I have no idea what they're talking about. Honestly, 
they could, you know, they might be doing some joke about their period. And I'm like, I'm lost. I don't understand, but I can, I can laugh when I see all these other girls nodding their heads relating. That's just, that's just a vein I can't tap into. And anyway, seeing, you know, uh, so anyway, Tasha went to the women's March in DC and I'm proud of her. I'm proud of everyone. I'm proud that they couldn't literally March because there were so many people that they had nowhere to go. I love that. I just, it's, the the worst thing that could happen is if Trump just doesn't acknowledge how brave and strong these women are. The the the, the other thing is it's not. I know it was a pretty liberal march, but it's not a conservative issue. It's it's not. It's women. We all have women. My mom, you know, my mom raised me and my sister when she was like twenty one, twenty two without my father. I didn't meet him till I was 20. He didn't exist. He, there was, you know, no social media or shit like that. He just didn't exist. And my mom was, she worked full time. She didn't have, she didn't have time to go march in a parade. It's a great place where we are right now. That's my point. My mom, she didn't, she just, she worked sales. You know, we lived in Rhode Island. She worked in Massachusetts. So she would commute all the time. And she was working in like, in, she was doing sales in, heavily male driven markets and you get doors slammed in your face. You got dudes who don't think you know what you're doing. You got to really refine your tool when you're working in those environments. And I just, I hope that my mom can, can look at, at the women's March and, and, and just be like, Oh man, like I hope she has time now uh, to take a breath and, and just say, wow, like we're, we're on the right path. I don't know. I'm so happy. I, I don't want to fuck it up. I don't know what to say about it other than, I'm happy that um that I can like watch. I don't want to be a casual bystander of it, but I don't want to get in the way of what what these chicks are doing because they're women are way more organized than men. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like men don't have marches or rallies. We kind of just congregate to the closest bar or I don't know. Well, women they they have all their shit together. They had signs and hats and all that stuff. They you're on point, ladies. So I'm listening. I'm watching. Um, you know, it doesn't change my point of view and make fun of stereotypical shit about women. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's I think it's healthy for us to all poke fun at each other. All these women are asking nowadays, when did men become so sensitive? And you know what? Like, I think for the most part, which I see in stand up, is that women wanna they want you're at a we're at a place in the world where women have a bigger voice than they've ever had. And it's amazing. And it needs to keep growing. I don't think that we've reached where some safe place we need to be. No, it needs to keep growing. Rights are, are, aren't, they're about, it's, it's equal rights is not a thing yet. It just, it just isn't. Um, but, but men, you know, we have to also realize that we don't know what it's like, uh, especially straight white men. We don't know what it's like to, to be in their shoes so even though even though we're like, hey, it's 2017, we're good, toots. Uh, girls are like, oh, no, we're not, bro. Like they, we just don't know. We haven't been catcalled or whistled or made to feel like a piece of meat. And and they say, you know, you got to really. And look, I'm 31. I've I've spent years. I'm not saying I've been um, a bad a bad guy as as the way I've treated women, but just naturally, we just ignorance is is a thing. <clears throat> my voice is going out. I had a rough, I had a rough fucking weekend. I'll tell you that. I, uh, since Tasha was out of town, I had a show Friday night that was, um, walking distance from my home. And I was like, I'm going to get drunk. It's going to be a blast. This is going to be fun. Next thing you know, 
it's like the next morning and I'm sitting on my squatty potty trying to puke. Holy shit, do, have I lost my fighting strength to be a dude who can drink. I was here's my problem. I I decided to drink. I started with Maker's Mark on the rocks cuz I'm trying this health kick, right? <laughs> I know this is ironic. <clears throat> so, I started with a Maker's Mark on the rocks and I I poured a little heavy. It was like a Three quarters full solo cup. Yeah, it wasn't good. I gave most of it away, to be honest. I didn't have too much of it. Doing this show. It was supposed to be a backyard show, but the weather's been horrible. So we did the show in this guy's living room. It was a fucking great show. It was a ton of fun. Um, and then, But then I ran out of the Maker's Mark, so I started drinking Chardonnay, um, which I, I get. It's probably chocked full of sugar, too. But I'm just trying to lay off the beers and the bloated belly type of shit. So then all of a sudden, the joint gets passed around. We know what happens with that. And then next thing you know, we find ourselves at a bar um, and it's shots of cheap whiskey. Oh, uh, cheap vodka. Anyway, I, I I wake up the next day. There's just a quesadilla, the remnants of a quesadilla all over my kitchen. This is what happens. This is what happens when your lady leaves. It's just chaos here. There's socks everywhere. I have no one to blame but myself. I just These socks just get kicked around willy-nilly when I don't have something like, babe. I don't. I don't have to trip over this. That's how touch. That's how she keeps me clean. She just threatens to trip over everything. I'm like, it's a fucking sock. How are you going to trip over it? Anyway, she comes back later today. She's on her way back, so I'm excited. I wanted to have. I wanted to podcast with her and, and like get the full experience, but um, we'll we'll do that for next one. Um, because we got to get this podcast out. So last night I did a show. Hold on, I'm gonna have a sip of my coffee right here. Hope you guys. I hope you guys are okay with these solo episodes because this is what's going to happen. Maybe twenty five percent of the time. I'm just whenever I feel like it. I just decided. You know what? I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to do it. No one. No one. No one in the history of the world does better than Bill Burr. That's the. That's the scary part. Is like he does these. And if you don't know Bill Burr, you're just an idiot. He's he's the he is the most truthful, funniest comedian in my point of view that's out there. He is the best in his podcast, Monday Morning Podcast. He just talks to himself, and I don't want to... Anyway, my point is I'm not trying to recreate that because he is a living legend. I'm just trying to get my voice out there. And um, and anyway, yeah, you guys have been really kind about me doing these too. So, as always, we'll have two episodes a week. One one it will usually be with a guest, and then the other one might be myself or me and Tasha. So, any, or Boone. Boone's next to me if you guys want to say hi to Boone. Boone, hey. Say hi, Boone. Nope, put the mic up to him. He didn't say anything. Boone's exhausted just from living because he's a fucking lazy dog. Lazy dog. Anyhow, so this week, I did this show last night. It was an hour and a half drive out of the town. And um, I during my set, there were, there were some girls in the audience. And uh, I, I, always, I always seem to have a good audience. I don't do too much material that's... You know what I mean? Like, I cut myself down most of the time. I kind of understand, like, who I am right now with stand-up and, like, audiences, you know what I mean? I can't just go up there and be like, I'm dating a model, I'm getting healthy, I play sport. They're going to be like, all right, you're a fucking douchebag. Who cares? So I make fun of myself the whole time. Uh, Anyhow, uh, there's a couple girls in the audience that another comic was talking to, and somehow he asked them if they were lesbians, and then next thing you know, um, they're talking about how they like to be cummed on, and it was super. It was actually interesting because, for, first of all, every guy in the audience was just taking notes. Uh, but these two girls were super honest. They um, they're t- they're two nurses, 
and they were we were talking to all of them after the show, and I was like, I can't believe this isn't on my podcast. So I was like, you know what? I'll, hold on. And I, I grabbed my cell phone, and I recorded like a five-minute voice note. I want you to hear what they had to say. It was really interesting. The, the, one of the biggest problems with relationships, we always talk about this, is simply communication. And communication in the bedroom is a big issue. Like girls not telling guys what they like, guys not telling girls what they like. And then you get these dudes that, you know, you find out this pastor had like some weird sex ring going on because he, him and his wife couldn't get off the way they wanted to. It's just strange. Now, of course, relationships should be about mutual respect. But here's one of the issues that we're finding is that we substitute like like a blandness for respect. We go, oh, I don't want to come on my wife's face. I want her to respect me. Well, maybe she wants, you know what I mean? Like there's a safe, secure, it sounds crazy to say, but there's a safe and secure place in the bedroom that, that needs to be spoken about more. And I'm guilty of this with Tasha. Sometimes we don't talk about, we're actually pretty open. Given our upbringing, we're both pretty open considering my Irish Catholic upbringing didn't talk about sex at all. My mom literally, God bless her, great mom, but she she's a product of, of the Irish Catholic. And uh, I remember when we learned about sex, she just got us like a picture book from the library. But I guess that's how you have to do it when you're that age. It was just like a picture book with two cartoon characters with bushes for, um, <laughs> like you didn't get to see their pussy or dick. It was just bushes and maybe like a little fucking sausage coming out. Anyway... <clears throat> So I was like, all right, sex is about having, you know, sex is about making love and um, not trimming your pubic hair. Got it. Um, so anyway, this conversation I'm about to share with you uh, was a very candid talk with these two girls uh, that were very nice and willing to be recorded about sex and, and what they like, um, specifically blowjobs. Let's have a listen. We'll uh, talk about it right after. Uh, so this is my conversation last night um, with two girls outside of a comedy club um talking about sex uh here we go so so you so there's two people who actually their names you love sucking dick i love sucking dick and it's just a it's a sport it's like an olympic sport what do you like about it i just love the guy being so turned on and hearing the noises and being so submissive to me and i'm in control of the way that they feel that's what i love about it i've known her for like Four years already, and that's true. And what's your take on it? Uncircumcision. If you're not circumcised, it's hard to like. Okay, but what but, do you like? But your about boyfriend it? right now is not circumcised, so he's, right. he's, he's not. So, but but what I do like about it is that he. I, I, it sounds like kind of weird to say, but he likes it. Like when I see it, I don't like it. But when I see him enjoying when I'm giving him yeah, like a, a blowjob, it's a turn on. Yeah. And so the, some comic was talking to you guys uh, during the show, and you said you like you, you said you like getting cummed on. Oh, I do. Love, I love so it. So she, she's I kind of a too. freak. I like it on her boobs. She just my had boobs. her boobs done. How long ago? Like three years ago. Okay. Well, her boobs. But are, like, I do. Super I like nice. it on my boobs. Why? And I love it on my face. I just like it on the sensation of my oh, so it's like nipples. A, boobs are it's, like, it's like it's like a it's like a stimulation thing. We're nurses and we know. Like I, I no no not that we're nurses but like it's no, a I like it on my face. It's like a, she likes it differently. I like it differently. And you why, why do you like it on your face? I love it on my face because it's good for your skin and it just tastes amazing. It is good for your skin. It is. It is. It is. So what's your advice to girls though that 
that like don't that are like that aren't aren't into owning up blowjobs. Is it a power thing? Be more open. Yeah, be more I, open. I feel like some girls like, like it because a little bit. But like you like it because it's like a power thing. I do. I love it because it's a power thing and it's so good for your health. But it some is. girls some girls think it's a power thing for the guy. No. That's why they the don't like to give is, it. The guy is submissing to you because you're making him feel it's good. True, though. You're making it's him true. make noises that he would normally not make any other. Yeah, those aren't jerk off noises. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> They're too. like legit, like. Oh. It's like when you eat <laughs> and you're just like, oh my god. It's the same noise no, when you get an like jacuzzi. Like Amazing. I should, teach, no, a I should teach a like, class. I should know. teach a class. I'm really I've good. I've known her, and so she's guys, like, I'm really good. good. Like, I'm she's really not good. good. She you guys should blow each other with these compliments. This is, well, this if she good. had a dick, I would. <laughs> Why did you decide to get fake boobs? You know what? I just had really small boobs. But your boobs are so nice now. They were, they're like I had the money, and I really wanted to have... Really full boobs. They're amazing. Before I had a child and I wanted to be able what to size enjoy them, like a full seat. They are like beautiful. You can't tell right now because I've I'm never seen it's such cold. boobs. No, um, but they are, they're you, a work of art. Were you were you worried you were gonna? Did you want? Did you like consider going bigger? I did. Because I feel like if you're gonna do it, no, some girls over No, she didn't. No, she didn't. It depends on she your knew. size of like your body proportion. Like I think for every girl it's different, but. I got like a full C because I felt like it fit for me, and then I met my boyfriend. He didn't even know. He didn't then, see. No, he didn't. He didn't at first, but then you guys were fucking yeah. like missionary, and her scars showed a Yo, little bit. My my scars. <laughs> no, you. I love it. No, very no, the scars on the very bottom of your boobs, and then like I've the seen crease. it. I've been to topless beaches before. Yeah, it's when the I studied crease. in France. And you it's the very oh, crease. You see, good. like. A, a little, like, it's maybe, like, less than an inch. How bad did it hurt, though, for, for the recovery period? Oh, my God. It couldn't like, wipe your own it's, ass. I couldn't, you couldn't even move your arm to wipe your own ass. Like, it's really, really hard. And she had to give CPR. I did. Her. I was in nursing school. I had to give CPR, and it was, like, the worst pain of my life. I was like, uh. oh. I love how like fake tits should be sexy, but you're talking about wiping your ass. No, it is. Oh yeah, I want to look sexy. Babe, can you help me wipe my ass? I know. You know what? It's really hard to get them because the recovery is really, really painful. It feels like abs, your armpits, your boobs, your back is really, really sore. But does it hurt running? Like running now? No, no, absolutely not. Now I love them. Well, they have they have to kind of like settle, right? Don't they? Don't they say it takes a little while to settle? Massage like them, circular motion, up motion, size, yeah. different things. Like, it's, it's hard. Yeah. The, the more you know, folks. Yeah. All right. I feel like I got all the info out of you for life. You did. You guys are great. Thank you so much. I'm gonna yeah. put this on the podcast. You will, right, and I'm, I'm down with it. Um, I'm gonna, that's so funny. Um, I gotta go. Though. I have to go home. Yeah. Go home by 11:30. Okay, well, I, gotta, I gotta go walk my dog. Oh my god! I have the cutest dog in the world. All right, and then we just talked about dogs. So. Oh man, it, what is, they're fucking cool chicks. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I need to, I think I should talk to more uh audience members after shows cuz uh people want to be open. They want to talk about things. You know, when you when you cut out the um the kind of shame factor that people have, like god forbid they talked about that on their face on a Facebook live video with Uncle Tony and you know Aunt Claretta and all that shit watching them. They'd be like, you know, oh Jesus Christ, what a whore. You know what I mean? But why? Because she likes to have sex with her boyfriend and 
the end feels a certain way when he kind of comes, whatever. So it's in, it's interesting. A lot, you know, and one of the biggest things couples talk about is the sex fading and why. And, and, I, and, and we've had people write in about this. Um, I think Becky or whatever the nickname I gave her to not use her full name, uh, wrote in about why she's having less sex with her boyfriend. And, and I've, I've also talked about it with Tasha, like Tasha and I have talked about it, how, geez, it's just crazy how with, uh, two people on different schedules, how quickly you can, you can kind of, I don't know, just not have sex for a while. And I'm talking like, yeah, you might have like sex once every few weeks or, but then all of a sudden a month goes by and you're like, what the fuck? And it's not, and it's not from either one of us, um, not, you know, like not wanting to have sex. It's just, geez, you know, so like if, if Tasha's a morning sex person and I'm a night sex person, we got to work that out. And we, and, and, and we, we've, we, we noticed it and, um, it's just sex is such a big part of a relationship because, uh, but all, well, also I'll say this, if you're not having sex and you're both okay with it, that's okay too, because there's no, there's no, like you have to do this. It's just important to not forget, um, the things that draw us to someone initially, like sex with a stranger, I don't know about you guys, but there's something that that a lot of guys find super exciting because it's like the, the all of our like years growing up, our formative years, as you will, are were spent trying to find a girl that would like approve of him. And what's a greater approval than sex? So, you know, they say they have a term for girls to daddy issues. Do guys have a term? Do people use mommy issues? Anyway, plenty of men have this form of like a sort of a sex addiction or not even to use it in a negative way. It's like they want to have sex with new girls to to find that validation. Only problem is you'll never find it. You'll never you'll never reach that high of fucking random girls like I, I have no regret from all my single days and the random people I've had sex with. And by, and by random, it wasn't like, you know, I didn't meet them at truck stops. You know, you meet a girl, you get coffee, or you grab a beer, and, then, you know, whatever. But, you know, there's there's obviously a screening process for both people involved. Uh, but I don't regret any of that. But also, there's always going to be a new chick that a guy's going to want to fuck. There's always going to be that. How do we separate ourselves from that in a way that's not, like, resentful? Like, like just because... Um, like I could do a stand-up show and know that there's girls in the audience that want to fuck, um, just naturally. I mean, I get it. I'm I'm on stage. It's kind of like a sexy thing for you know when a guy's up on stage making people laugh. Like I I get that girls are into that. We call them chuckle fuckers. That's a mean term, but it's uh you know it's like some girls like DJs, some girls like comics. If you're at a comedy show, the girls probably like comics. I'm trying to make girls laugh. Um, but how do we go from how do we, you know, a lot of comics cheat. I mean, cheating, I think it's pretty common in a lot of industries, but anything like in the arts, I think it's very common because you get this problem where like guys want approval. They want to make women laugh. They want to, they want to be a pro- So it's like, they don't want the approval of the thing they already have. They want approval of that strange chick in the audience who likes to get cummed on her tits. And I guess it's okay to just feel, feel that approval and not have to fuck it. I don't know. So, it's 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 a little dopamine rush to know that there's like a new chick who wants to fuck you but women i don't know do you guys feel that way when a girl i feel like girls it's so much easier for girls to choose who they have sex with so i don't think you feel the same high we have it'd be like if i owned a pizza place it wouldn't be as exciting to just grab a slice of pizza off the rack because it's just so readily available to me versus i live in la 
there's not that good at pizza. So when I see a good pizza place, I'm like, I need some of that fucking pizza. Did I just relate pussy to pizza? I sure did. You're welcome very much. Here's an article on lovepanky.com. 16 ways to get your girl to give you head and like it. I love shit like this. It's a little weird. Maybe it's not all, you know, I mean, look, and you don't want to manipulate someone into giving you head. You want to both enjoy it. If I knew, um, if I had to eat out my girl for every time she blew me, I'd sign up for that. Like, most guys aren't looking for, hey, I just need you to suck my dick and rub my feet every night, and I'm going to do nothing in return. No, it's law of attractions. So, But if a girl doesn't want to suck your dick, what's the actual issue? Maybe she doesn't want to suck your dick. Maybe she's disgusted by it. She had a boyfriend who was like, you know, who knows? Who knows? Um, anyway, here are the tips. Number one, talk to her. You know, the, this move is the relationship equivalent to acrobatics, and all of our hats are off to you if you pull it off. If you think you're, you aren't getting head or enough head, talk to your woman about it. You should approach the subject in a non-threatening, non-accusing way so you can assure her that whatever she has to say will be met with understanding and respect and not change how you see her without actually saying any of those things. Does this sound impossible? Well, communication is tough. So that's number one is you got to talk to her. Number two, hair. Some women like a man bush. Others find that the... That uh, the thought of hair on their tongue and sticking between their teeth revolting. I'll be honest with me, the easiest way for me to enjoy eating pussy um, is with a girl who's pretty much shaved. I don't know, and a lot of women are like, oh, like I don't shave my pussy, then I look like a 10 year old. No, you look like an adult with a shaved pussy. You know what I, mean? I don't shave my beard and look like a 10 year old either, you know? So. Um, the whole hair thing, but my, but my, if you like a bush and there's like, oh, no, fuck, it's my body. Good. That's sexy too. But also if you're indifferent about it, maybe as a woman, you can ask your man what he likes. I had, a, I had an ex do that. She had like a little like landing strip or something like a little, like, you know, one of those Brazilian airways or whatever. And, um, you know, one of those little, just like Tetris pieces, the long one. <laughs> Does anyone know what I'm talking about? And, um, and she was like, she was like, yeah, I just kept it like this because my ex liked it like that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, whatever. I didn't think twice. And I was like, I just like, I like, uh, you know, I just like a girl who just like, you know, nothing. You know, but whatever. It's like cool. Like, I, I was totally like, yeah, I was fine. And then like, I don't know, maybe the next day or something, like she got rid of it. And I don't know, that sounds weird. Like I, I made her do it. But, you know, I, di- I didn't. I didn't. She, I, to her, she, it, she, she seemed to be a neutral. It was a neutral palette. Um, but in the end, it's like, it's like, like uh, I don't. I I myself I I got I do the trimmer I trim up my uh, my my ball you know my not my my bush whatever yeah because I for, well main reason most guys will agree with me it makes your dick look bigger right <laughs> there's no way every guy when they're like 13 finds a way to make their dick look bigger you kind of you kind of trim around the base of the dick it's a fucking David Copperfield uh, illusion there anyway so so. Communicate what to do with your hair. Number three, keeping it clean. If you aren't getting enough head, your hygiene could also be an issue. Yeah, there's plenty of people that just look like greasy and sweaty and stuff. And yeah, your balls down there. I mean, I drive a lot. You know, who knows? You got to figure out what's happening with that. And I always wonder, my, my girl likes uh, morning sex more than nighttime sex. And she's also a super um, like kind of clean freak. So I, I just feel like, oh, maybe, she, maybe, you know, to me, I could come home from my baseball game and I've had a fucking plastic cup on my balls for four hours and I could be like, yeah, let's make some dirty sex. And she'd be like, get the fuck away from me, you monster. So it's just different. So 
Anyway, keeping it clean, we did that. Number four, watch your mouth. Dirty talk is not for everyone, however. It does wonders for those who enjoy it. Which category is your girlfriend in? It makes a ton of difference. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like everyone's been with a girl who wants to be called a whore or whatever. And it's a, it's a, it's, you know, that, that to me is what's more feminist than anything is communicating what your desire is. Not saying, uh, Good evening, ma'am. May I fuck you from behind right now? Maybe your chick wants you to flip her around and go, oh, yeah, take this, you dirty slut. Or maybe she doesn't. You know what I mean? It can go too far. And But usually if you're in bed and you're romping, quick, you know, if she's like, what? I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. You know, there's <laughs> nothing like a quick apology to get you out of that. Because in the end, we're, we're, trying to make, we're trying to make our chick come. There's nothing. We want to make our chick come. We want to come. What's better than that? Just being out of breath on your bed. And then you go to brunch after. Fuck yeah. That sounds great. Number five, give her a head start. Or in this case, a hard start. Oh, that's stupid. Well, <laughs> welcoming her mouth with a standing ovation will let her know how sexy and desired she is. You'd be surprised how many women are not sure they can get their man hard all by themselves. And that number only grows when it comes to bringing them to ejaculate. To ejaculate. Seeing you almost erect is like half the job already done. Oh, guys, of course. No guy in the history of the world is letting a chick see him like super limp. Right, I'm a I'm a I'm a grower, not a shower. So yeah, I'm gonna have I got I got to flick the lights on and off a couple times before I let you see what's happening. Um, I'm not I'm talking. That's a metaphor for a dick. Okay, number six, start off small. Hi, <laughs> got me there, folks. If your girl is not up to giving you a BJ right off the bat, play it smart and include oral sex in your foreplay. Fucking genius! I was just talking about this. If I want a blowjob, first thing I do is I go down on my girl. Right. Because if you go down in a 69, I'm not exactly making her do anything with it, but literally we're eye to eye, head to head, if you will. Um, but also, it's also good to know sometimes I've had, I've had, I've had instances where my girl's trying to suck, you know, suck, whatever. And I'm like, no, babe, I'm just going down on you. You just fucking take it. And th- th- this is a great one. Um, my friend Lauren Farmer, uh, I saw her on Monday night, actually. She's a stand-up comedian. Um, she's, she's married. It seems to be a super like happy, healthy relationship. She's like a tall, a volleyball player type, like a six foot one, tall woman. And her husband's like a six foot five, like ex football player. Right. And they seem to like know what they're doing in bed and this and that. And I remember seeing this girl two years ago or maybe longer. And I was just starting to like fall for Tasha. Like we were like dating, but I was like, Oh shit. Um, I, I want Tasha to know I love her and this and that. And, you know, I've used my words and tell her that. But this girl, Lauren, was like, you need to go home right now and eat out your woman. You need to go down on her tonight. And she literally, like, gave me this fucking halftime speech. And I thought that was great. That was, you know, and, and so Monday night, I saw Lauren at a, at a stand-up show. And she was like, just so you remember, th- three years ago, when you guys first started dating, I told you to go down on her. I mean, we forget that as guys. I never, I never, I wasn't a big oral sex guy before. I, you know, maybe it was because I was Catholic or whatever. But I, I just, when I found out that, that bl- what blowjobs were when I was like a kid, I thought it was the most disgusting thing in the world. I was like, we pee out of those holes. And now we lick them. I mean, it sounded barbaric to me. Uh, anyway, number seven, the law of giving and receiving. And how are you in bed? A tad too selfish? Don't answer that straight out. Think long and hard about the question. Yeah, totally, totally. That's just what we're talking about. Think it through and remember that a grateful and horny woman is far more generous than just a horny one. Yeah, yeah. And and especially in today's world, um, as, especially people that we've, we've, we've got baggage from past relationships, what's better than 
I mean, no one wants like no one wants a quickie unless they know that the other person is grateful for it. like a quickie in like like say if I have to go like I've had nights where I've had like I got to go to a show and my chick's horny and stuff and I'm like oh we could have a quick sex and she's like, no 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 because because she doesn't you know you're gonna fuck her and leave like that's a weird some people have a weird connotation to that but now I think it's understood like we put in enough time with the good stuff that that why can't we both enjoy a quickie or take a quick shower together. Number nine, don't just lay there, but don't force her either. Sucking off a lump of wood, we don't mean your penis, is boring and unrewarding. Then again, having someone thrust it into your mouth like he wants to make a puree out of your brain is not a dream come true either. Find that golden middle where you're active, uh, yet letting her do her thing. Of course, every guy's guilty of that, pushing the girl's head down, right? We don't... And I, I want to make an excuse for it, but a lot of times it's alcohol. We're like... Oh, and it's just it's horrifying. But, you know, there's ways to, like, show a chick what we want and then give her the option. Just like, hey, here it is. Look at – but, again, I think the best advice so far has been if you want your dick sucked, go down on your women. But sometimes we want our dick sucked just sucked. Like, I'm always like, hey, it's Valentine's Day. Well, boy, I'd love a blowjob. But, like, you know, in my relationship, you ask if you ask for something, she, oh, yeah, I bet you would. It's like, no, 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 really, I would. <laughs> uh, number 10, make it fun. Try school. Uh, squirty cream, edible lubricants, tasty toppings, body paint, or even ice cream. Holy shit. I don't know if my dick can support ice cream. <laughs> I don't know if that's a flavor I'm willing to go for. Um, I don't want I don't want to be outshined by the cone. <laughs> uh, waffle cone, folks. It works great as long as both of you are feeling adventurous. Suggest that she uses a vibrator or a dildo on herself while playing with you. Who says BJs are all about your pleasure? Make her feel good, too. Yeah, we don't have... Um, I don't think we have vibrators stuff. But someone sent me... Um, uh, back 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 in the day, a um sex spray that you put on your dick, and it's like sort of nu- it doesn't numb it in like a dangerous way, but it's almost like a lidocaine. It's a it's a topical, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. And so you spray it on your dick, and then you can still feel all the pleasures, but you're almost more like a rock star. It's like um. Um, I don't know. I've, I've used those condoms in the past. I remember in college they would just give you a ton of condoms, uh, back when you used them, and I remember there was some that were like extended pleasure. And what I didn't realize is that they were like loaded with uh, like ball numbing gel, um, which is interesting. If you've already been drinking that night, you're like, Oh, extended pleasure. I can't feel my cock. I, this feels like a strap on to me. Um, number 11, try role playing. It's amazing what a little role playing can do for your sex life. So many of the borders we wouldn't normally cross seem to erase themselves the minute we get into someone else's skin. That's interesting. You know, I'm not a big role player. Are you guys role players? Anyone have any good role playing that you do? Sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Let me know. I'd like to know about that. I'll keep your name anonymous and all that shit. Uh, Number 12, help her improve. And by help, we don't mean giving her a long, boring lecture on how this and that must change. We mean giving her small suggestions while she's at it or doing something you really like. Do this right, and the simple realization of how much your pleasure can increase by changing her techniques will no doubt make her a star student. You know what's funny? I was dating this girl uh, back in the day, and the uh, back in the day, uh, and I remember we were having we like st- the first time we hooked up. I told her I wasn't like big into blowjobs. What I was, what I was really, what I was really trying to do was play it off like, hey, no big deal, whatever. I, um, but it totally backfired. I found out like several months later. She was like, yeah, I just don't suck your dick because you said you, you don't like blowjobs. And I was like, whoa, back up. Hold on. No, I like blowjobs. It was, you know, so that was my own fault. And then um, 
And then she there and then there was this chick with this one this one chick one one day I remember waking up to a blowjob and I was like this is fucking fantastic surprise your man ladies if you're out there I know a few of you who are listening you know who I'm talking to I'm talking to you uh, out there we got a Canadian uh, we is it too specific I sp- uh, we have a we have we have a chicken uh, on the southeast I'm telling you you got a guy and you want to keep him try giving him a morning blowjob try try. Being the one who initiates, because I feel like men, sex is on our minds so often that we initiate a lot. It would be nice to not be the one who initiates, and it doesn't mean you just grab his dick and be like, "Why aren't you hard?" Fucking slip off his pants, kiss his belly. You know what I mean? Like, go for it. Yeah, he'll know right away. I'm fucking getting plump just thinking about you sucking some other guy's dick. <laughs> Number 13, in or out. This should be obvious. If she doesn't like it when you come in her mouth, don't come in her mouth. Don't try to sneak one in. A, it's infantile. B, she won't forgive you for it. Oh, boy. In or, in or out. Not just a burger joint in Los Angeles. Work on your self-control so you can warn her when it's time to slide you out of her mouth and possibly finish the job with a few hand movements. Yeah, I've talked about this, too. I've, I've had a girl I was fucking, and she was like, you want to come in my mouth? And I was like, fucking fantastic. I didn't know that was an option. And I had to, you know, I had to kind of crawl, you know, kind of Spider-Man my way up to her mouth. Um, some girls, yeah, I guess you just like it or you don't. You know what I mean? Number 14. Ew, gross. Bad tasting cum is a huge turnoff. Huge. That's like a Bernie Sanders. Huge. Huge turnoff. Tasting cum. Everybody can... Okay. If I, that's my Bernie. If a girl lets you come in her mouth, it's your job to make your sperm not taste like a septic pit. Okay. Well, this is interesting to me because I never tasted cum. I've smelt it. Let's be honest. We've all smelt our own cum. Uh, it smells like you're cleaning a fucking pool, right? It's just like bleach and shit. Uh, what's been known to give semen a funky flavor? Too much protein, meat and dairy, alcohol, coffee. <laughs> this is literally my diet this weekend. Meat, dairy, alcohol, coffee, fajitas. Uh, that didn't say fajitas. Broccoli, nuts, and seeds. Greasy and deep fried foods, beans, onions, garlic, cigarettes, and the absolute champion, asparagus. Y'all got that asparagus dick. You know what I'm saying? How to fix this? The fastest way is pineapple. Wow. Fucking, there you go. Some SpongeBob SquarePants solutions there. Get your pineapple under the sea. Lots and lots of pineapple and pineapple juice. Also, drink a lot of water. Eat melons, apples, celery, cinnamon, and fresh fruit. There are also sperm taste supplements available on the market if you want to go that way. I would love it. What is my girl like? Oh, man, she loves cinnamon. Oh, boy. I would love it if I could just come cinnamon. How how great would that be? Hey, babe, want to suck on my cinnamon stick? Oh, I don't know. What is she like? Lasagna? What can I make my... I gotta work on that. Supplements. I never heard that one. I should have read these beforehand. We're almost out. We're almost to the bottom of the list. And um, th- this is one of those weird things that doesn't go both ways. You never, you never like eat a girl out and her fucking lady juices taste weird. It's usually like a salty sort of thing. You know what I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I've kind of grown to be okay with it. But I also when I when I go down on a chick, I kind of try to breathe out of my mouth not my nose i don't i just i'm afraid of what i'm gonna smell not necessarily what i'm smelling that's my own fear that's my own fear but guys listening what's your you know what's your technique on going down on your lady you know ladies what's your what do you like is there a certain thing you've learned to like i mean i think i think or you know this is a major this has to be better than sex because there's only so much sex you can do but do we really fully explore eating out um like, I didn't know I would like laying on my back and, like, doing 69 where the girl's on top because then she can sort of grind and choose what, what works for her. 
I think that I think that's a that's probably the safest way. That or like a sideways sixty nine. I just think in like this because if if a guy's on top of a sixty nine, chances are we're not even going to realize we're going to start gyrating and try to you know fry your brains. Like we're just not even going to realize. Whereas if 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 you're trying something for the first time or new to it, or your girls maybe self, I'm, I'm sure there's a ton of women that are just self conscious. Like oh, I don't eat my pussy. That's gross. It's like is it? I I, I was seeing a girl. She was like, oh my gosh, get away from my vagina. It's like what was your issue? I mean, you know, like what what's the big it's like a guy's giving you a gift of like, it, so for, for guys that like eating pussy, um, girls should be uh, well into that. Number 15, spare her the embarrassment if things go south. If you start to lose your erection when she's giving you a blow, take action and change the plane completely. Um, switch positions, go down on her, have sex. This happened to me once. This happened to me um, after a night of drinking. I was, I was hooking up with some chick. Uh, this is the same chick that didn't want me to go down on her. She liked giving head, and I couldn't come. I didn't. I don't think I went limp, but I couldn't come. And she got so. This happened to me twice, two different times, where a girl got so angry at me, and I was like, "You have to understand, like I'm drunk. Uh, we've been, dr- you know, there's like a threshold where, like, if a guy doesn't come at a certain point, it becomes. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I've also, I've also absolutely had times where I come, like, literally three seconds in because I'm so like, oh my gosh. Uh, so I've, I've, I've had both instances. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay admitting that I've been a two pump chump before. Uh, not proud of it, no, uh, but it, in the end, it is the biggest compliment to the girl. Like you've been fucking go- uh, Googling her, Google Island, Google eyeing her, g- goggle eyeing. What the fuck? <laughs> Googling. You might be Googling her. You're stalking some girl all night. No, you're like into your girl so much. And then all of a sudden she lets you in and it fucking like literally one pump and you're gone. Cause don't they say, um, don't they say that as humans we we have like the longest sex as mammals? It's interesting. It's more about bonding. Whereas other animals, they fucking hump and spray like all over the place. Um, all right, let's wrap this thing up. Number 16, say thank you. Seriously, a little gratitude goes a long way. She'll be more likely to repeat the good deed if she knows she's appreciated for it. Abso-fucking-lutely. I so agree with that. I, you know what I mean? Just fucking send a thank you, Netter. Go on Facebook uh, status and post. Hey, thank you so much for that blowjob last night. If this gets 100 likes, will you suck my dick again? Don't do that. Try not that one. Um, anyway, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, this is a fun talk I had with myself. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, leave me a message. I want to know what you guys like as far as blowjob. Hey, maybe a shower blowjob. Maybe sh- maybe eat her pussy in the shower. I know that requires some logistics, but um, don't go chasing waterfalls. Just see what happens. Put some goggles on. Go down there. I don't know. I think there's a lot of options. Do, we, do you guys even have problems with oral? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that's... Do you... How... how ladies, when you're, when you're seeing a guy, how soon into like dating him do you let him go down on you? So I feel like some people, oral sex is more intimate than actual sex. Do you know what I mean? Because like I feel like you can fuck a stranger like doggy style and not even look at each other in the eye. But oral sex... You're uh, you're a whole new type of um, personal when you do that. I don't know. Maybe not. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, write to us at sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. That is sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, give us a like on Instagram and Twitter. Sexactuallypod is our handle on Instagram and Twitter. Um, most episodes that we do, group episodes, we're shooting with the Mevo camera, so you can check those out um, on Facebook or YouTube. And we're also streaming on YouTube. If you want to uh, listen on YouTube, you can do that too. I'm streaming them from the sex actually playlist that's on my youtube um channel dave neal so go check that out and as always you got to share this with your friends folks uh we need we need to start growing this thing it's been great we've had such great spikes but i need you guys to if you haven't already hit the subscribe button uh write a review it's so easy um 
there's a there's a there's a love that I have for doing this, but at the same time, I know a lot of people check out when I talk about this part, but you gotta share it, subscribe, post about it on your Facebook, tweet it. I appreciate it so much. I mean it's 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 insane the algorithm to have these things grow. It's there are literally tens of thousands of podcasts and for us to have just reached 205,000 downloads is great. That's a lot of people that have decided to choose this over other ones. And I appreciate you letting me into your cars, your homes, your earbuds. Uh, It's really, truly been fantastic. And I can't wait to do more shows on the road and podcasts from the road. And uh, I I really believe... um, even though this started as about, as about like funny sex stories, that it's more about a movement of communication. Because uh, in the end, we all bleed red. And um, that's a weird thing to say when you're talking about sex. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, we're all humans. We're all, we're all searching for love. Um, even, the, even, the, even those of us that are trolling and, and full of hatred, um, they're probably not listening to this podcast if they're full of hatred. But they're out there. And in, in the end, uh, believe me, they're searching for love. And... Um, and maybe we can help them find it just by being good people. So that's that's um, goes to say a uh, big shout out to everyone from the women's marches. Let this be the beginning of a of a bigger thing. And anyway, I've been Dave Neal. Um, oh, I need to find the fucking playout music so I don't. I'm trying to do this all from my phone. I still haven't um, got a new intro since uh, my hard drive died and I lost all my stuff. So um, this is the way I'm doing it these days. Uh, anyhow, uh, be good people. We'll see you very soon. Stay in touch. If you've never written into us. Um, please do. Please just say hi. Let me know where you're listening from. That means more to me than anything. When I find someone who's like, oh, I listen to you from Brazil or Czech Republic. I'm like, fucking great. I love it so much. Love you guys so much. Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.